That's how that song was first sung. That's how that song was first heard, was in German. Silent night, holy night, son of God, love's pure light, radiant beings from thy holy face. They say the darkest hour is just before the dawn. If you were blessed enough to get to watch the children's Christmas program last Sunday, you heard the angels talking with God and telling God, it's time. The people aren't doing so well on their own. It's time. You always knew that this day would come. God, it's time. It's always darkest before the dawn. And so, as you saw in our children's Christmas program, God sent Jesus. There was a story that was published in Christian Century about 18 years ago in which this husband and wife were having this debate right before Christmas Eve service. And the husband said, I refuse to go. And she said, why? Why now? Why to the service? And he said, because it doesn't make sense. This part of the story doesn't make sense. Why would God lower himself to come onto an earth to be just like one of us? And so he stayed home while his wife and kids went on to that Christmas Eve service. And as he sat at home, the winds grew stronger outside and the snow started to come down and blizzard warnings were going in that area. As he was sitting there watching TV, he heard something hit the window. But yet when he looked outside, all he could see was the stirring of the blizzardy snow whirling around. He heard it again. He thought that once it died down a little bit, he would go check it out. And sure enough, as the snow and the winds calmed down a little, he walked outside and he saw there in his front yard all of these wild geese. Winds still not in a safe range And then there were some that had hit his window, which is what he had heard inside. And he thought, how am I going to get these geese out of this? According to the meteorologist, more of these weathers were coming. They weren't going to be safe staying there. So he thought, oh, I'll open up my barn. And he opened up the doors to the barn and he went out to shoo the geese that way. But they weren't moving. They weren't going anywhere. And he knew that they would all die if they stayed there. He didn't know what to do. No food could lure them out. He couldn't pick them up. 
So he got into his barn, and he pulled out one of his own geese, and he scooped it up, and he carried it back behind the wild geese. And right in the middle of them, behind them, he released it. And immediately his own goose flew into the barn. And one by one, the wild geese followed it. And as he went back into his living room thinking about it, he realized why God sent his son to us and made himself in the form of a human, a mere baby As the angels in our children's Christmas program said, it's the only way. In our text today, NRK. NRK is how John starts his gospel. NRK means in the beginning. Now John is telling us a story. You know it's a story because it says in the beginning. He's one of those people that includes all the context. But he's also reminding us of that beginning, of Genesis, of the creation, because God was not alone in that creation story. Now, the NIV says that God made his his dwelling among us, which literally means to make one's tent. When you take those words, to make one's tent. Now, if you've ever been camping at one of our local state parks, you know you can't really be alone when you're camping. You have neighbors, you see your neighbors, you know your neighbors can see you. No matter what you do at your campsite, your neighbors see you doing it, whether it's laying on the hammock, reading a book, making s'mores, cooking your food, cleaning your dishes, Whatever it is that you're doing, they can see you. Now, when you go into your tent, even though they can't see you, they can still hear you. There's no privacy in going camping. When you make your tent, you are there. You are a part of the community. And for God to say that he makes his tent with us. He's here with us. Now, years ago, when I was in high school, so, you know, not too long ago. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, But there was this song that was really popular. Um, It actually uh, ended up winning seven Grammy Award nominations. The song was just playing everywhere, and people from radio stations were getting all kinds of unique calls uh, from listeners on this one song. It was entitled, One of Us. And the phrase in the song that repeats itself over and over that people continued to question was, what if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. And it got all of these listeners from various states 
calling in everyone were enamored by the idea that God would become one of us. God did become one of us. It's one of the reasons we celebrate this time of year. It's one of the reasons why we do extravagant things. But yet we don't always look at it that way. God is one of us. I'm going to tell one more story because that's what I feel like doing today. (laughs) There was a mom on a mothering site that was sharing her experiences. There um, was a lot, um, especially this time of year, a lot of people deal with a lot of things. It's part of life. And infertility is a very real thing that a lot of people deal with. Um, This mother was sharing uh, her own story of infertility and how she finally ended up going the adoption route. And she thought when she brought home her baby and her heart was nearly bursting inside because she got to experience, to receive that kind of gift from another woman. She thought, I understand God's love. And then the baby continued and was colicky and sleepless nights and would get ear infections. And she thought, This, in my exhausted state, and still being able to look upon this face with adoration, this is what God's love is like. Then, as her child got older, he ended up with these psychotic episodes with hospitals and restraints where he would injure himself. And as she sat by his bedside, she thought, This is perhaps what God's love is like. Until he got to this one point when any kind of stimulation around him he would find so disturbing that he was not at peace. And those around him were not at peace. It caused him great distress to do anything, even to walk into the room, turn on the lights, and replace his IV bag. And so this mother, as she found herself crawling on her hands and knees across the floor of her son's hospital room to change the IV bag so that he wouldn't notice it had been changed, as she sat there crying to herself, In the dark, she thought, I might not know exactly what God's love is like yet. Love's pure light, who has bright, radiant beams shining from his face, 
brought this world love in the form of grace. We often get confused by the word love just as a mother in the last story experienced. We forget the many forms of love and what love can look like. But let me tell you the good news. God was one of us. God knows what it is like now to be human. It's a crazy concept that like the man with the the Christmas Eve geese, it might not make a lot of sense. But that's because it's love. And love, it doesn't have to make sense. Love is love. And this redeeming grace we've been given is definitely love. Amen? Amen.